0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. All right, welcome back to Little Rock Touchdown Club, brought to you by Arkansas Urology. Already on the podium, Tony Dorset with David Basil. Uh, obviously, he connected with you and your family. and We'll get to Jackie in just to share in a minute, but talk about Johnny Majors.
1: Coach Majors was, was something special. You know, he when, when he first came in uh, to the Pittsburgh area, First thing they did was one of the athletes they wanted to, to recruit was was myself. And he came to Aliquippa, um and I'm like, who is this guy? He's got this real Southern drawl. And I'm like, man, this is country if, if I ever seen country. And I said, like, I don't know if I, you know, but but I heard that, you know, he was a great running back himself. and right. And I said, well, I'm going to take a chance. I said, I'm not. I was going to go to Penn State. I was clear to go to Penn State. I was going to go to Penn State and I got, I just said, well, when I went to visit Penn State, Joe Paterno told me, well, you know, you're going to have to play because they had John Capoletti, who was a Heisman Trophy with them And they said, well, you're going to have to be running back. I mean, a defensive back first. And then after Capoletti goes, we'll let you go over to be a running back. I said, but coach, if I'm playing defensive back, I'm gonna be a damn good one, and you're not gonna want me to come to offense. I <laughs> say so. I want my dreamers to be like my four older brothers. I want to be a running back first, and so that's that's the whole thing that start changed me from. Going to Penn State,
0: and Johnny Major said that you were going to play running back. He was determined to that you play running back. Was, and
1: Johnny was a running back himself. That's right. And he he came into Alachua when they came into to the Pittsburgh area. Uh, one of the first places they 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 ventured off to was Alachua because Alachua was known for a lot of athletes in both football, baseball, basketball, whatever. We had a lot of great athletes there.
0: Well, this next coach, I know, I think you had even a closer relationship. Of course, that's Jackie Cheryl, and Jackie right. will be speaking to us. Uh, at, towards the end of the year, uh, and Jackie was so complimentary. I was looking at some of the notes here. He said, said first of all, his nickname is Hawk. Yep. When he was little, his eyes were big, so they nicknamed him Hawk. Yep. He said, uh, I believe, this is what Jackie said, I believe this gave him more peripheral vision to make those incredible cuts he made. Mm-hmm. He said he only weighed 155 pounds in high school. He said his speed made up for his size. I've always said speed increases size. He said, Jackie Sher- Cheryl said you were a legit four-two guy. Before we ta- started talking about Bo Jackson and Herschel Walker, you were a 4-2 guy mm-hmm. so he goes on to say he said uh, I put him in a tear-away jersey and you helped make him illegal legal because that's all they would do is wind up with cloth in their hand yeah, yeah. and so he goes on to say this um, the key this he said to recruiting was to get to your mother and do you remember what what he did to get to your mother
1: yeah, well yeah he, he tried he asked my mother for uh, could, he, could he have some sweet potato pies? Cause she made him a sweet potato. My mother loved to bake and she loved to cook. And she was very well known for her sweet potato pies in Western Pennsylvania. Um, and so when he came, he heard about the story about my mom it was a good, good cook and all this. And he, he, the first thing he did was to ask my mom cause she make him a sweet potato pie. And right then and there, he won her over. <laughs> he won her over. She was like, he said, yeah, yeah, this is where we're going to go. You need to go to the pit.
0: You need to go to pit. <laughs> And he, uh, he went on to say, too, he said, uh, your mom never missed a game. No. Said wherever you were on the field, if you would receive a ball, I guess, during practice, you would always sprint to the end zone on every play. He said you were the hardest practice player on the team. Something you don't hear that much of, but you were the, even though you were the star, uh, you were the hardest uh, practicing player. Uh, he said you were the player that could turn around the game on any play at any time. And lastly, he said, "Tell Hawk that his favorite coach uh, mm-hmm. said hello."
1: That's our guy. Yeah, yeah. Jackie Chico- Cheryl, was was a great player. He he meant he meant a lot to me. I mean, I was when I when I left Alabama, I was I was quiet and shy. I was introverted, and I, it was really 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 hard for me to make friends at that time. I mean, I, I, on the field, I was fine, but. I, after from walking around at the university on campus and it was not, it was kind of hard for me to make friends. I was, everybody was like trying to figure out who 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 is this guy? Who is he? Where is he at? We, they couldn't they couldn't tell because I was so shy. I was like I'm hiding. But uh, fortunately for me, it all worked out.
0: Think about this, y'all. I think you may still be the only one. I'm, I may be wrong, but I think you're the only guy that's been an all-American for four years. I know you were first-team All-American your freshman year, your sophomore year, and your senior year, and I think you were second-team All-American. Four-time All-American just destroys every rushing record as a freshman. And then, of course, you know, by the time you get into your career, you, you obviously lead Pitt to a national championship in 1976 and win the Heisman. Yeah. That had to be pretty amazing from where you started to be able to be there and win a national championship for your, you know, obviously for for, for Pittsburgh and Coach and your family. That was.
1: That was great. It was, for me, you know, a little small kid, uh, I, when I went, went to pit, I was 155 pounds soaking wet. And everybody thought that, and when Coach Jim saw me, they were like, that's him? <laughs> you, know, you know, this little guy, this little tiny guy. But I said, and I asked, I, my whole th- my th- my th- theme was, I'm a thin piece of leather, but I'm well put together. <laughs> 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 well put together, I can, I can take it, I can take it, let's, let's bring it, and you'll see, you'll see, you'll see. And so, fortunately for me, I was lucky enough to uh, have Johnny, Coach, Coach Majors obviously was a, a running back himself when he was in college, and the dream was, you know, I was an All-State uh, defensive back and an All-American running back, but my dream was to be like my four older brothers. That's I said, right. I want to be a running back first, and because my last high school game, it was like, uh, I had a, a monster game. And I'm a name job, well, it's this kind got of a name job. It was like Joe Namath's old high school, Beaver Falls. And I just tore him up. And it was like Penn State next stop was a big, new oh, bold paper.
0: The newspaper. In
1: the newspaper of my hometown. And I was like, you know, I wanted to go to Penn State. And then when I went to visit Penn State, Joe Paterno Told me, well, he says, they had John Capoletti there, who was a Heisman Trophy winner, his senior year, and he says, well, you're gonna have to be a running back first. Uh, you're gonna have to be a running back, I mean, excuse me, a running back, yeah. No, you have to be a defensive back, I'm sorry. You're gonna have That's to be right. a defensive back. And I said, well, coach, my dream is to be a running back. He says, well, you could be, you could play defensive back your freshman year, and then your, your sophomore year, you could come over, be running back and i was like coach i want not to be a too cocky i was just saying i was pretty confident coach i want to be a running back i want to be a running back first if i can't be a running back first then we can put me at defensive back
0: well you made the right decision you end up being the second player picked overall in the nfl draft. i think it was ricky bell i think might have been the guy ahead of you but you yep. go to dallas and we've you know we've had some great cowboys here you know i mentioned earlier randy white and roger stallback but uh, Matt, if you'll go to uh, to number four, uh, this guy right here. No, let's go past that. Let's go to the next hey. one. Let's let's show. <laughs> hey. Let's show. Uh, let's show. There we go. That guy right there, uh, Cliff Harris, number Cliff. forty-three. Show the next picture too. Of course, this was the thing that we were all excited about. Hey. Is that he'd been waiting that long hey. to, to get in? You'd already had your gold jacket. Mm-hmm. What do you remember about Cliff and what kind of guy he is?
1: Oh, Cliff was. What a great teammate. He was a great teammate. He, was, he worked hard uh, in practice. But the thing about it was, he was a guy that he wasn't, real, he wasn't real gifted, I mean, as an athlete, but he worked hard. You know, you're talking about a guy, you know, the, the key to, to success is hard work. He is a prime example of what you get out of it, what you put into it. He put a lot into it, and, he, and it worked for him. He
0: said the nickname was Crash, and that was a, that was accurate. Yes. he could he could hit you. It probably would not be be able to play much today, uh, because he'd be getting ejections and. Uh,
1: it, yeah, I think you might be right, <laughs> <laughs> but he was a mean guy. He was a tough guy. He he, he would play. He was a we we would call a baller. A
0: baller. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, the next one. Uh, your coach. We talk about coaching college, but obviously, uh, Coach Landry. I love this shot. I Thought this is a great picture. Um. You know, I know Coach Landry didn't particularly like your running style, or didn't understand your running style. But he learned what needed to be done, blocking-wise, to make you be the best you can be. Right?
1: Yes, Coach Landry. Uh, he was used to bigger backs, you know, strong guys running in there, just powerful, powering people. And I, I was a different type of back. I said, Coach, you know, you you got. I run to what I see. You got to let me. You got to let me do my thing. Ab live and go to. I go to the point of attack. And after that, it's all prompting, impromptu. Now, I mean, I got, I got to do what, do what I do and see what, what I see. I got to react to it. And my reactions were pretty good. And finally, you know, when Tom Landry, <laughs> i never forget what the coaches, all the players, oh man, you, you, you Coach Landry, you you're like his son, man. You just, you, yeah, he, he does anything for you. you. But I said, coach, I got I to run to what I see. I just can't run, I can't become a robot. I just can't just run and run into the back of people. I said, I gotta run to what I see. And so Coach Landry came into the meeting the next morning and he says, well, he got up in front of the team, he said, well, you, we got a different type of runner here, guys. He said, he runs to what he sees. He says, so what I want you to do as blockers, as lemon, is just, he says, keep your hat on your man. It means your helmet. Keep your helmet, keep your hat on your man, and he'll run to what he sees. And from that point on, all the guys said, damn, he, that's, that's your daddy, man. He didn't do, do anything. He will do anything. It worked changed, though. He's changed his whole. <laughs> but it worked. It worked. it worked. it worked. But he said he changed his whole style. That You know, you, you're going to do it my way or the highway. You So now it was like, TD is going to run to what he sees, just keep your hat on your guy and we'll see what
0: happens. I know, I know that times, I think you probably, you and him got into it, I'd read a little bit, but y'all had a good relationship. I love this next picture. Uh, you had him induct you into the NFL Hall of Fame. Of all the people you could choose, you picked him. I know that was a special moment.
1: Yeah, that was a very special moment for for me. Um, Coach Landry, yeah, we, we, we kind of had our differences, you know, but, but I understood what he was doing. He worked me hard. He, yeah, he, hard worker. He, he made me work hard and, and things like that. And sometimes, as, as an athlete or as, as a person, you, you just you feel like you're being picked on. But he he kept moving me, kept driving me, kept driving me, and and it it all paid off, and I,
0: it worked for me. Uh, this next uh, guy we actually have had at the Touchdown Club. I love this picture. You talk about two iconic pictures <laughs> right there. I mean, you got basically Captain America there and, and Roger Staubach and you. Um, what are your thoughts about Roger as a teammate and the kind of guy he is? He's special.
1: He's very special. Roger, Roger was a guy that we as teammates as as a team, uh, when we're out on the field in the game, in the battle, in the heat of the battle, and it's like Coach Landry wanted things to be done a certain way. And we said, Roger. Just do it. Do it your way. Just do it your way, man. Let's do this thing. Let's go win. He's he, he not out here. He don't know how these, these guys are really <laughs> reacting to our, our formations. He said, let's call it. And that's when Roger was at his best. Because he, he just took control and started calling a play. And the thing was, was, coach didn't have much to say when you, you call a play. And it, it's successful and it, it works. So he said, man, let's, let's, let's keep working it, man. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, what a class act he was when he uh, when he came to the touchdown club. Uh, I talk about iconic uh, pictures, I've I read across and by the way, too, uh, Ernie Murray is here. We've got a basketball back. good to see you Ernie, good to see you sitting there. There you go, give it to Ernie there. Um, okay. I uh, this I ran across a couple of these pictures and I had to show them. Let's go. Let's hit the uh, the first one. I think is number ten. Hey. look at there. If that's not two of the uh, the greatest running backs to ever play the game of football, of course you know. Again, Earl is a giant. He had big old thighs. And uh, let's hit the next next picture there of uh, and then this was obviously the All Star game, <laughs> All Pro game. And then look at that. I mean, uh, so what what's your thoughts about Earl? He was he was heck of a guy and a player, wasn't he? He was.
1: One of the best ever. I mean, he's, and Earl, I used to worry about him a lot because Earl, back in the day, the Pittsburgh Steelers and Houston, they were in the same division, Pittsburgh and Houston, and, and the steel curtain was, was pretty doggone tough. And Earl would, they would be hitting up. Earl, I was like, Earl, let one man tackle you sometime. Just, <laughs> just, just let one man tackle you. I said, especially when you at the Steelers. I mean, he would be, he would be, he was like he was King Kong. I mean, there would be two guys, and one be guy down on his foot and one be on the other foot. And he's just up there. I said, man, I said, Earl, you're tough. I said, you're tough. But I said, man, how long do you think that can last. I said, man, find out a way, man, to just get down. If you can't go anywhere, <laughs> get down.
0: Finally and of course, doing. you know, he, and he's having trouble. I mean, he's not near as healthy as you. You know, he's got, he's got some bad legs and, but what a, what a class guy. Talk about another iconic picture I ran across. Sweetness, Walter Payton and Tony Dorsett right there. Yeah. Uh, what's your memories of, of Walter Payton?
1: That was my guy right there, w- Walter Payton. Walter Payton was, he, he set the I guess you say he set the example for all running backs back in that time. You know, he was he was a guy that was he was a hard. He, he was playing with Chicago. Chicago wasn't winning. Shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that says, but anyway, but he 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 was a guy that you know he worked his butt off. He worked his butt. He worked. He worked. He worked. He worked. And he he was a. So it's a guy that I looked up to as a, as a running back in the league. You know, I wanted to be like Walter Payton. I wanted to be as good as Walter Payton or better than Walter Payton. So he set the level at that time.
0: Yeah, a great guy and great player. What about this next, uh, you know, you set, you set all the records. You, you break Jim Brown's record. You do all that. And lo and behold, a cowboy follows you and Emmitt Smith and breaks everybody's record. What, what's your relationship with Emmitt? What kind of player did you think he was?
1: I didn't think he should I didn't think he should have broke all the records. <laughs> <laughs> no, Aaron Smith is, is my man. He's a good guy. He's a great player, um, a good teammate. Um, I just, I just admired the fact that he was a guy that would show up. I mean, week after week after week after week. And he was going to show up and he was going to play. He was going
0: to get his best. The other picture, I, I uh, happened to run across this one. Um, I want you to look at the expression you're giving Herschel Walker. So for those that don't remember, Dallas traded for Herschel at the time Tony was still running. And so um, that that look was probably how you felt about Herschel because he was taking away some of your carry. Yes, it was.
1: <laughs> but, you know, you stick around long enough, somebody will come along and replace you. <laughs> and that was what happened. And, and Herschel, Herschel, man, he was, I was like... I'm looking at this guy, man. I'm saying, hold up. The coach, I said, give me a coach. I mean, just don't give my job away. I mean, let's, let's fight for it. Let me fight for it. But, you know, he was a guy, he was a prototype NFL player. He was... So big and he weighed so much and he, and he was fast. He was fast, but but uh, we became good, pretty good friends
0: too. And of course, that that led you going to Denver. That's yes, obviously, got, That's sure uh, You did. had enough of that. And went, to, went to Denver. Yeah, I was like, that.
1: man, hold man, I got still got some playing time left. I said,
0: <laughs> Let me go. Let me go somewhere else. And they, Let, they did. Let's go back, Matt, to uh, number four, and that's the video we saw it in Sully's open. I think all of us over the age of fifty, especially. Well, not to be – I won't even say it. Everybody in here probably remembers where they were that night when this happened on Monday Night Football. I want you to listen uh, to Howard Cosell and Frank Gifford talk about this. And it's going to show two ways of this play. This is the 99-yard play. They're going to show it from the shot you saw, it, and then they're going to show it up the middle. And um, uh, it, it shows really your amazing ability and speed. And I love hearing the comments by the Monday Night crew. Oh. <laughs> set, single setback. Big opening for Tony Dorsett. Look out, he's oh, got great speed. 99 yards and a half. Dorsett down the sideline. Stays inbounds. Can you believe that? And oh. Oh, <laughs> 99 yards. Short yardage. it's deep. They'll show it again here, listen a 99 and a half yard run I think is the longest run in the history is, of the league it is so now they're alive put to the biggest test of all and suddenly the whole momentum changes but they were bunched up for the short yardage defense and give it both let's start bragging on them all of a sudden y'all want to who is that poor lady she must have a minnesota fan off, off Mike. frank said he'll bust it all the way if you believe that you'll believe anything all right great herb, herb scott. scott the guard has been out for a few days good block, middle linebacker what a cut the right there. down here don to stay in bounds was a great piece of athletic skill i didn't think he would make it that's is that willie teal there i believe is it and all of a sudden he just kept his balance and right in there that's wild longest run previously 97 yards By andy Uram of the green bay packers back in 1939 bob gage did it for pittsburgh against the bears in 1949 tony dorsett has just taken it the length of the field he just all right. How about that? How about that unbelievable historic deal? Not bad. Now, bad not bad. I not bad. Not like that. Not now, like Derrick Henry has, has has tied you. Now, did you did you, did you see that run, Derrick Henry's Yeah, name? I yeah.
1: saw Derrick's run. Yeah, but yours, yours look better. It was a little bit different than mine, you know. My, <laughs> my, mine was a little
0: better. Yeah. Uh, does anybody does anybody know the uh, the trivia question? The, what was special about what was unique about that play? Only ten men on the field for the Dallas Cowboys. You didn't even have one of your blockers in there for you. You still went 99.
1: Right. You know, and, and you know how that happened. It was because of me. Uh, I heard a play being called, and we run that play from either our single back formation or the I formation. And I told our fullback to get because if we were running in the I formation, our fullback it. But if a single back, it was me. And <clears throat> I just heard. Uh, our, 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 that I thought I heard that formation. We called it Jayhawk, because it was from Jay Saudi and myself. My nickname is Hawk, and so it was called. So we called Jayhawk. Jayhawk. I heard Jayhawk being called, so I ran. I ran out on the field and I told Ron Springs, our fullback, to get out. I said, because you know I, I'm the single back guy, so he runs to the sideline, and he i Oh, sorry. He runs to the sideline, and the guys. Um, Said, so, "You got to get, get back out there. You got to so, get back out there." Said, "Man, we only got ten men on the field." And Ron looked at him. Said, "Man, are you crazy?" He said, "If I get if I get a penalty, running out on that field, he said, Coach Landry will cut me right on the spot." He said, "We can run a play with ten men on the field. So we just let it go." And, and it, fortunately for me, being if it had been him, if he came out there, it would have been him at fullback would have ran the ball. So. I said thank you, John. For man, let me run the. Make me run the. You guys, uh, you guys did as long as running history. history. Uh,
0: You did, but you didn't win the game. That's okay. uh, obviously everybody who stayed up as a little kid watching that obviously appreciates that run. Let's put up the uh, number fifteen, Matt. So uh, this is three, uh, a shot of the three things that you've won: the Heisman, Super Bowl, and your NFL Hall of Fame bust. Which, which one probably you think means the most of all three of those? All of them are very, you know, exceptional. There's, there's only a handful of guys, like I said, three that have done that. Which one do you like that you think means the most?
1: They're all exceptional uh, awards. And, and for me, you know, being considered the best, I, you know, when I went to college, I was 155 pounds. And everybody thought I was just going to be too small to play major college football, or to do this, and, and to do what I was able to to get accomplished at, at the University of Pittsburgh means a lot to me. I mean, it was, I, I was like here I am, a little. I was I I went to Pitt, University of Pittsburgh as a young boy, and I left there as a young man. And because of the work, the ethic that. Coach Majors and Jackie Sherrill and those guys put into us and, and to me, it helped make me become uh, obviously a, play, a good pro player as well. But and, and one of
0: the things you said at your induct, uh, inductment into the uh, uh, NFL Hall of Fame, you said um, you were a reminder for all the kids out there to say, you know, you can dream and you can achieve great things. Look where you came from, look where you grew up uh, look and at your You stats.
1: can do it. Too. <laughs> That's what I tell them all the time. You can do it because I was. I, I mean, I hate to cut you off, but, no. but the fact that you know, I I I was. You got to do the little things. I always tell the kids when I, I talk to them. You got to do little things so, uh, <clears throat> little things make big things happen. It's I what can. you do. You got to do. It. You got to. And our teammates used to always say, TD man." why don't you don't know why you run why you work so hard man you you work so hard the coaches make all of us work hard i said look here man uh, i got mine i said you got yours doing it your way i got mine doing it my way i don't feel like i'm any better than anybody else on this field i like to work i like to work and keep 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 pro- pro- progressing i said so don't 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 expect me to be the guy to, okay. to help
0: you Well, that, and that's why you are one of the greats of all time last thing last thing we'll ask you here. Uh, I think your contract with the Cowboys, your first contract, it maybe I think it was your first one, or one of your main ones was five years, a million bucks. So you got basically 200,000 a year. Do you look at the numbers now? <laughs> Joe, Joe, <laughs> Joe, Joe, Joe Burrow just signed a $275 million deal. Yeah, man. Is, it, is it tough knowing <laughs> that you did
1: <laughs> Man, unbelievable. Unbelievable, I tell you. Uh, but I'm happy to see that you know the players are getting what they deserve to have. But but yeah, uh, back in the day, man, it was it was hard to try to give money, make money of of that magnitude. Especially you still had the same, the same. Most of the stadiums are still the same size. But you know it was just it was just the way it was. And, you know, players got the players' association got hip to what, how much money was being made, and they started to. Make the teams uh, distributed.
0: Do you think? Uh, do you think the game is better now because it's safer? You know, you and Cliff played in a high impact, you know, not real safe game, and they're trying to protect. You think it's it's doing is going in the right direction?
1: Absolutely. I mean, there 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 are there have been there were some players that were would do some things. I mean, I mean, people look, say you know some people say they'd do anything to win, and there were a lot of guys that were doing that. There was a lot of. Uh, Late hits. There was a lot of uh, spearing people spearing. with the helmet, yeah. with the helmet, and it 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 was for the best of the game. Yeah. yeah.